Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, Noel John Dewey. And this is Pair of Rankers. And uh, Noel, this time we came back and not alone and we got Beige Benford. Beige, we're coming like the furniture around here, motherfucker. And it's good to see you again. Beige, how are you keeping, dude? You need some dark furniture, so that's why. <laughs> to go my dark personality. That's right. I'm like a fucking dude. <laughs> now. Right, right Noel? Right. That's exactly right. Why is this like a big turd behind you? Yeah, no, it's gone. Don't, don't worry about it, okay? Don't fucking worry about it. Don't worry, worry about, about any of it. He's trying to put his sloppy disc in the side of his brand new laptop and just smash the fuck up. Figure of fun. That's what I am right here. Figure of fun. You're the ass of the joke today. Yeah. You're 2020. Right You're 2020 right now. <laughs> So, right. so to give a little bit of context before we start recording, <laughs> we're not just no bashing here for no reason. Four. Just making a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. Paul. <laughs> I don't want to be kicked out of Spotify for no bashing. <laughs> He's a protective species. I, I, I am. I am, in, in fact, a figure of fun around here. Tough for short. <laughs> Mm. Come on, you bitches, get on with it. Right. Two thirds of fun. <laughs> all right, you motherfuckers. Right, so we got you, base. We got you back one more time, and all you you live here or whatever. Um, but so <laughs> <laughs> so we got you back, and um, this time we got another episode. Of Pair of anchors. We've done two so far. Uh, the first one we did was our top five favorite uh, horror movies or t- uh, horror releases, twenty twenty one. Then we spoke a little bit about our top five favorite superhero releases of 2021 because we lack originality. <laughs> and, uh, and then, um, so the next episode, we'd say that Zanol, I asked you to pick a topic and you came up with the top five uh, weapons from horror movie history. And um, this is where we're at pretty much. And that's why we're here. So um, Beige, we got you in as well. We want to talk to you a bit about horror because uh, you big horror fan, Beige, because I know you love Conjuring and gay shit like that. But like, <laughs> Beige doesn't watch movies, despite the fact that he... I am part of the ROC. I am the ROC, Return of the Critics. So I do watch a lot of movies. I do like horror. I'm just sorry, I don't like gay-ass Predator, and I don't like fucking Terminator and all the other stupid shit you guys like. You just don't like Schwarzenegger. He's like, you didn't like him I as a like governor. <laughs> What's your agenda, Beige? What's your agenda? Uh, not to watch shitty movies. Uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um yeah it's, i love horror movies you know uh i got two of the dudes to watch um sinister and they hate me now fucking love that movie it's terrifying hey, hell yeah it's yeah good. i have to admit i didn't find it terrifying but I, I, I when pushed into a corner i would say that i wouldn't like to watch it on my own i've watched it on my I remember own. the first time i watched it it, 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 it probably would creep me out mm. Well, yeah, I mean, you can't scare a guy with a PowerPoint. I mean, so. They've seen it all. They've they seen, seen it all. all. I have no friends. <laughs> that was, that was good shit. Yeah, I love horror movies. Um, I'm I'm not so into like Freddy because they turned Freddy into a punchline. Yeah, but like the first one. That's actually fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, but they did that with a lot of. Uh... A lot of like uh, villains from the eighties, like Leatherface. Like even though it was Toby Hooper come back and he said it was his vision for the movie, it became very satirical and like he became like a butt of his own joke. A lot of like Leatherface was this yeah. terrifying manic like person in, in in Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part One, and then like Part Two, and like he's like dressing like a woman and shit like this. Like you know, I just think that was a case of the maybe the politics of the time, maybe as well that they kind of wanted to bring the terror down a bit. You know, money. 
money, money, money. All about money. So, like, we're going. So, I brought you here first uh, top five, and um, it can be a villain. It can be a good guy. Um, I hope. <laughs> and um, dude, it's it's flexible. Just let's do right. weapons. Cool. So the rules are for pair rankers, and um, we got our guest ranker here too. He's going to rank off all over the place along with us. We're pretty much we're going to so be three dudes. We're going to be ranking shit, ranking on each other's faces. Each other's I thought faces. you said wanker. I'm I'm okay. I'm, let me put my my pants on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, leave it. Leave him off, dude. We have more. Okay, got you. <laughs> no one's wearing pants here, dude. <laughs> You're a cowboy's fan. The wanking was implied. <laughs> really? You, you really want to do this? <laughs> it's all I got. It's all half Noel, because you don't know anime. Figure of fun. Well. <laughs> figure of fun. Yeah, figure of fun. Okay, let's go. Let's go, but, teachers. Um, let's do this. So, right. So, yeah. So, the only rules are in pair rankers is we, we name our top five uh, and in descending order. And in the last one, we give a dishonorable mention for something that we thought, you know, was shit or whatever. Particularly yeah, so, shit. we wish wasn't so fucking prevalent, yeah. prevalent or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so how we're going to kick this off is I'm going to give it to Noel because this was your idea. And um, who's your number five motherfucker? Throw that as, and then we can make fun of you if it's not PowerPoint. <laughs> it's it's uh, kitchen knives. Yeah, kitchen. I know it's simple, but so often it's both the offensive Michael Myers and defensive Scream movies weapon. Yeah. It's always something that's really handy. It's there on the kitchen block. You even see movies like to get outside of the horror genre. It's like uh, you break into the special up guy's house. Yeah, you've got the numbers and the and the like high tech fucking machinery. And then he reaches up into the kitchen island and he gets the knife and he just fucks you up. A kitchen knife is such a prevalent weapon. Yeah. It's not the more so, I think, than the hunter's knife, more so than an awful lot of more standard blade weapons. The kitchen knife is one of those knives that in the hand of the right user is just fucking unstoppable. And I always thought, I always respected that in horror films. You always felt like when somebody reached for a kitchen knife, they were either going to get butchered or butcher. And there was never any in-betweens. Do you, that's why it... Sorry, no, I was sorry to cut you off. I was just going to say, uh, do you uh, have anyone in particular that you thought used uh, the weapon the best, like in terms of the... Oh, I, 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 I would go um, Sydney from Scream for defensive. Mm. And I would go Michael Myers from um, Halloween as offensive. Mm. But Michael Myers, if, you, if you're going to get like, it, it, it brings Michael, Michael Myers in the original Halloween sticking, I can't think of his name, to the wall and putting the knife just through his chest in a kind of very nonchalant manner. Yeah. And just standing back from him and turning his head. It's one of the moments I fell in love with horror as like a 12 year old or something like that. Yeah. I just remember seeing that and going, that is the, indif- the first time I ever saw something that I love in horror now is indifference. Yeah. I always think like when somebody hates you, that's more understandable. But yeah. When somebody kills you and they don't give a fuck one way or the other, that's there's something particularly horrifying to that. And they had the, I just walk into a house. I didn't come here prepared. I'll take whatever's to hand and I'll kill them. What a thing that's always to hand. I think that all three of us are no more than 20 feet away from or 30 feet away from as we speak yeah. is a kitchen knife. Just yeah. something sharp that's available. And I always thought it's one of the most prevalent horror weapons. That's why it, it's not it's not huge scale or anything like that. But that's why it makes my list. Yeah, number five for you is kitchen knife. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. And um... <laughs> I, oh, I, made... I don't know if I was allowed to say. Fuck it, but... all, y'all. Yeah, yeah. I think I think. Can we say it? I get it in my ear. Yeah, we got cancelled. I just got cancelled. <laughs> for gayness. Yeah, I love gay people and they love me. Yeah. <laughs> um, you but, work with one. Um, 
<laughs> Figure of fun. <laughs> and um, Fish, what's your? So we heard Noel Chase's kitchen knife, and thought Michael Myers was uh, kind of the best representation of that in horror and shit. And so, Beige, you're number five from horror weapons. A steak, a wooden steak, a wooden steak. Yeah, for killing vampires. Um, no, it's, yeah, it's iconic as well, isn't it? Like, especially even Bram Stoker's uh, Dracula. Yeah, like that one. There was like steaks everywhere. It, it's weird. That something that could kill a vampire, he would have steaks just laying around. It's <laughs> the weirdest shit to me. But no, but that's for me is iconic when you look at certain certain things. You know, the steak for a vampire, it's like like having like having like a cross. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like you know what I mean, like that. So for me, a wooden steak would be the the. It's a very easy weapon to make. It's a yeah. fucking stick that's sharpened down. But for yeah. me, a steak would be the best thing for it. Plus, like I said, I never understood why there were so many fucking things around him. <laughs> like one thing I like about that too is like because you said it is iconic because like you mentioned vampire, the first thing you think of is they always say the garlic, the holy water, and yep. the wooden stake to the heart. They're the three things everyone always mentions, and like uh, that is the thing. Like and like in the nineties and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That was fucking everywhere. Like yeah. uh, one thing I loved about that is like she constantly had wooden stakes, like literal right? spikes falling over, fucking <laughs> falling over like a who, bag of shit. Who the fuck leaves her house and be like, oh, oh, purse, wake up, wooden stake? There we go. Well, what's your name? Why are you so angry, no? Why you? <laughs> you like really? You like the fat kid who's, who's ice cream fell before? Like. Like who pissed in your Cheerios, bro? What happened? Figure of fun. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm gonna get you an acronym for figure of fun. You're not gonna like it's just fuff. It's just fuff. <laughs> it's not just fuff. Um, no, I actually agree with that. I think steaks. I think they're so prevalent in our. I know they're essentially just for vampires, but I, I do think that it's something. If you had to name ten weapons used in horror in general, steaks would come up. They yeah. just would, yeah. because vampires have become such a huge part. Everything from Bram Stoker's one absolutely vampire to rule them all to to uh, Blade, where they were like you know a dime a dozen and onwards. Mm. I, I think I think steaks a fucking good choice. What about you, Ben? What's your five actually? No, Tell me if you think steaks is a good choice and give me your five. Yeah, no, I, I think steaks a good choice. But beige, I didn't actually ask you. Do you think uh, kitchen knife is a good choice for Noel? No. <laughs> There's two thirds of my opinion, Dick. <laughs> you make a couple of unnecessary racist jokes, <laughs> and somehow you become the bad guy. Explain <laughs> that to me. I can go the I I, I can go the long route or the, or the short route. The short route's right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, uh, so we move past kitchen knife and steak and uh, my choice for number five would be Jason Voorhees machete yes yeah because like he, he fucking chops motherfuckers up like they're going out fashion in those movies mm. like you know what I mean like I know he uses a lot of other weapons like he does like he's like an environmental weapon <laughs> like, like he like he'll throw motherfuckers he folds people in half like in sleeping bags and stuff but like one thing I love about the Friday the 13th movies apart from machete is that like anytime anyone stands near a window in the last 20 minutes of that movie Jason Voorhees is coming through that window or dead bodies coming through that window <laughs> like, like without a shadow of a doubt like every single time anyone's near a window someone's coming through that window and like every single fucking day afraid of 13 movie but um like I think like oh the iconic weapons apart from Michael Myers uh, steak knife 
Um, I think like you have the machete. I know Friday the 13th was kind of always been a rip-off of Halloween. Sean Cunningham said that himself, the director. But um, I don't know, like if you look at the kind of the iconic hero or villains, that like Jason uh, Voorhees machete has to be up there. Like when you think of horror and you think of like, there's like the problem I think with a lot of um modern horror villains that there's there's no real like something that you can link them with. Like as you said, Michael Myers is the kitchen knife. Like even Ghostface, the kitchen knife. Bram Stoker's Dracula, the steak. And then if you think of Jason Voorhees, the first thing you think of is the machete and the amount of motherfuckers that he's killed with that. I think that like it has to be in my top five. Okay. You know, it's a, that's a very reasonable show. It's also, it's got that kind of like, it's a blade instrument, but it's also quite heavy. So it's also a hacking instrument. Yeah. It kind of, it, it blurs the lines. Hack the bone. I, hack the bone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I, of course, just, just the images I've had in my head since I was a kid of just Jason Voorhees holding a, a machete. It mm. just, it just stays with you. So yeah, how it makes your top five is of absolutely no, no question to me. How about you, right, so, if it makes my top five, no, no. But machete, you don't like machete. It's no, it's, no, but like, do you get like, no, I get it. Is it, it a reason? It's a reasonable no, it number is, five. It is. No, no, that yeah, yeah. I mean, going off him, yeah, it's it's reasonable. It's it's a good weapon. It's not in my top five, but you know, beige, you're a big dude. You could fuck some amount of people up with machete. Yeah, but I'm I'm more of a person that likes to use my hands. <laughs> That's even scarier. I the last thing people say when, when somebody says you look like you'd be good with a machete, the last thing you're supposed to say <laughs> is that I, I'd be like, imagine I'm being in a job interview. I've got a lot of machetes or, or something. Uh, I don't know. Uh, happens. <laughs> it's a no. What can you know? know? <laughs> Why you attack me? I didn't. I, I'm just saying you're such a fucking. Yeah, no, like this time of year and all. It's a concert right? or something, isn't it? No. It's my month. You have to be nice to me. <laughs> okay. All bylaw. right, I'll go, I'll go. I think bylaw. next <laughs> would be... I, you know what? I thought that was a I thought that was a monkey behind him. I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <There laughs> I'm like, kill the recording. Kill the recording. <laughs> He's leaning into it. He's leaning into being yeah. okay. It's like, no, no, we're good guys here. We're good guys. I'm thinking, I was actually, you know what? Up until a couple of minutes ago and for the last week, Almost um, my my list had chainsaw, but I, there is an excellent YouTube channel with I'm gonna plug called like is it Zombie Boom? And then uh it uses to uh, cut out weapons that are famous in the genre the genre and uh, against let's just say zombies and just to see how practical they are. And like something like a chainsaw, which I was going to use because ash leatherface, um, it's if you were up against it, if you could hit it with something, it's very easy to dislodge the chain. It's very much so a precision weapon that is used on a still, you know, to cut down a tree. It's 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 deadly, of course, but the axe, there's something so vicious about an axe when you see it used. It's used as a hefty weapon, like almost a bludgeoning weapon, but it's also a blade. It can absolutely destroy, cut, dismember. Um, it's been used, I suppose I used the, the example of the shining here behind me because it's what comes to mind first, but... Mm. You know, I'm, it, it, I think it's a very prevalent weapon. I think it's a very scary weapon. It can cut, it can break down doors. It can absolutely hack people to bits. It's been used on even dead bodies as just like overt viscera when it's really trying to bring the viscera home or the the the, the violence home in horror films. So I do think that it's probably ranks above something like knives for me would be something like a fire axe, a handheld axe, something like that. So the axe makes number four on my list. How would you, Beige? Um, for, 
for for my oh to answer him or go into my list? No, answer him and then go into both. Oh yeah. Both. Uh, oh well. Your chainsaw thing. Um, I think it's a horrible wet weapon, but you know, of course you're gonna. Well, I went with axe. Do you think I was yeah, right no, to change I, I, the axe? I'm I'm going off of what you first said. Yeah, and I was gonna you know triculate down. Axe <laughs> is awesome because you know it's taking off limbs with one swing. Depending mm. on how strong you are, splitting somebody yeah. almost in two with how strong you are, or just cutting them, you know, little by little, just hacking at them. So an axe is awesome. You know, a hatchet would be better, but you know, whatever. Because it's smaller. Yeah, yeah. just get all that strength behind it. Like yeah, Rick, no, Rick Rames in The Walking Dead. Man. Yeah. Oh my God, he's so good with a hatchet. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your axe is awesome. That that would be in my top five. You're welcome. <laughs> would it be would it be well what is your number four then i think my number it, four mate is um it's a sickle nice. oh wow. the yeah, okay nice mm, also weapon now make your case yeah so a sickle essentially once that once you can get a, a grip on a sickle on something it's it's fucked it's mm -hmm. done because it's ripping you from both sides yeah. so i've seen horror where they hit a sickle under someone's like shoulder or under their arm into their armpit. So they try to grab upwards on it. It just rips everything up and just fucks yeah. it up. Or going underneath or um, like you're actually taking off their fucking head. So to me, a sickle when it's known how to use right, you know, it's also, it's great for taking off like sugar cane, but mm. awesome for killing people too. Yeah, it's a examples cleaving, cleaving of a weapon. Examples of it been used really well come to mind for me is Interview with the Vampire. The Grim Reaper. And, and uh, the Grim Reaper, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's just a standard thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's just such a weapon. And also um, Children of the Corn. Yeah, Children yeah, of the Corn. Children of the Corn. Yeah, so it is. It is. It, it just has that. Like, obviously, as my list goes up, I, I, I try to go to more like higher stakes or higher power weapons. But there is just something so prevalently scary about a sickle. Yeah, right. it's been ingrained into me. Yeah, as exactly. In horror like movies snake. as a whole, I, and I, I even think in terms, I don't, I don't regret my choice at all. But I just think in terms, like again, the sickle with the whole literal death representation. Yeah. Um. Uh, like I mean, if you were trying to like you know escape a building that's on fire and somebody had like a break, a break in case of emergency, and it was a sickle. You'd be kind of going, no, no this is a different. This is a different kind of setup. You I, know, I, I love that you know? scene in um, Interview the Vampire. You touched on there is that like when Brad Pitt comes in to get his revenge, like, he yeah. fucking cuts motherfuckers in half left, right, and center. That like you know, he comes up against a vampire that's much faster than him, so he yeah. predicts where he's going to be and slices him diagonally. It's yeah. beautiful. So yeah, no, a sickle it just has its place in horror. Yeah, it does. That's just hugely prevalent. Real representation um, of death, like really. To is, keep like, the, to keep it flowing, Vinny, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the lead yeah, here, Vinny. Go as a counterpoint to your argument against the chainsaw. All right, Vinny's about to talk some shit, so we <laughs> probably just fucking. <laughs> so my my would be like you talk about Leatherface. You talked about Ash Williams. It's not his surname, and um, from Evil Dead. Uh, the chainsaw where it might not be practical because like if anyone has played Dead Rising or anyone has played like any zombie game, when the chainsaw becomes a weapon, you know, it runs out of fuel pretty quickly. And as Noel says, the chains get jammed up like a motherfucker. But if you are a serial killer, or you're some fucking horrible motherfucker that wants to absolutely terrify. Crazy talk. But yeah. <laughs> I was here the entire time. <laughs> so that's what if you anyway, if you a crazy motherfucker and you want to instill fear into your victims, you start up a chainsaw 
and I don't give a fuck who you are, that's going to scare the living shit out of you. I don't don't deny that. In terms of fear factor, in terms of the damage you can do, if you can get at someone with a chainsaw, it has to be my top five because this is the starting up with a, a, someone starting a chainsaw up in the dark and you don't know who's out there, you're shitting yourself straight away. Like, like immediately, like, like, you know what I mean? So it's just like, and I just think for the fear factor and the damage you can do, if it can't catch, and I know it's not really a practical weapon, but like, if you see that big motherfucker like Leatherface who can like run through shit and use that chainsaw to cut his way through and he just keeps getting closer and closer and closer until he like saws your limbs off. That's scary to me, but um, yeah. So I definitely think machete or machete number five, a chainsaw number four for me. And y'all can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I don't know, but, uh, what's what do you think of chainsaw? You already give it your points there. No, no chainsaw. <laughs> I, again, it was on my thing because I always loved when Ash gets his hand taken off and he replaces it with a hand cuts chainsaw. his own hand off. Cuts his own hand off because it's possessed by the Necronomicon and mm. c- cuts it off. But um. At the same time, you know, he, he it was just so cool. Yeah. And yes, it's got yes, it's finite. And yes, and uh, sorry, I, I watched uh I, I wish I could plug it now because it was really, really good because I was looking at weapons and uh, one person was talking about the practicality of weapons in actual situations, yeah. and the chainsaw kind of came up short in in that sense, but at the same time, like you're saying, it's a foreboding weapon and it's a weapon you assume with destruction. I yeah. mean, don't get me wrong, I said axe, and if I came up against a great red oak. I'd much rather have a chainsaw than an axe. There's no denying that. There's no denying that's an extremely heavy duty weapon yeah. that's been used in really, really kind of grotesque and visceral ways, classically in horror, and like, will continue to do like so. Scarface. So I think it's a great addition. I do. I think it's a great mm. addition. Jokes aside, I think it's an excellent addition. How about you, Bish? I like it. I think it's good. But like you said, like the chain messing up, um, if you're not strong enough to hold it, yeah. it's going to be dragging. Um, it's it's wielder dependent, isn't it? Whoever yeah, holds the it's, chainsaw, it's, it's, yeah, it's who's holding that motherfucker. Mm. So if, if if it's somebody that's less than two hundred pounds, it's 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 not going to happen. A big motherfucker, then you know he's he's going to go chainsaw really crazy on you. So chainsaw is awesome if you're a big fucking dude. Yeah. If you're a small guy, you might want to stick to you know an axe, an axe or a hatchet. Yeah. So, if I uh, if I may. Just Go ahead. Keep, Number just, three, motherfucker. You know what? This is the thing I bet you neither of you even thought of. And if I if I'm wrong, I apologize. But here we go. It is and he hits the open button. Teeth. What? Teeth, man. Is- Werewolves, vampires, xenomorphs. Fucking Twilight. Oh, your view, Twilight. Did dawn, you ever dawn, hear that like, joke okay. about it's, it's not... Sorry, dude. Sorry, I have to tell you Teeth. a joke. There is something <laughs> no, so fucking. I'm terrifying. sorry, I have to tell you a joke. Right? I go, see this tweet, and a guy was like, "Imagine if a xenomorph was about to go down on you, and she looked at your dick and was like, oh, I guess I have to use the little mouth for this one.'" <laughs> I'd let her fuck it. <laughs> Tight your fit. <laughs> well, they should be on acid. Sheila all right, Sheila fought me my, my, my partner Sheila who helped me so much with this fought me on this one yeah. she didn't agree with me on this one she goes because yeah. it's not a weapon because it's not you, you, don't, you don't like grab it arm it make it it's it's something you have yeah. and I said yeah but a lot of creatures like you know again xenomorphs or something like that they don't have like let's say the capability to use uh, like you know advanced weapons they are the weapon yeah. and one of the weapons they rely on most again like werewolves vampires xenomorphs like the list goes on would be that they would just literally enter some and jaws 
there was just something about actually being eaten, which is yes. so horrifying, mm. horrifying. And I on, and I think to, to I think to just grace over I I, I fought her on it and uh, I said no I have to include it on my list because some of the best horror movies I've ever seen are mm-hmm. Aliens are um I, I love Ginger Snaps for example yeah. I think it's an underrated movie and uh, I think uh, again I said Jaws I said Xenomorphs and I think vampire movies obviously rely on you know biting into the neck less sorry not as much like the viscera of tearing a neck apart but i do think that a lot of the greatest horror kills have come from literal teeth just no, having the throat ripped out of you so yeah no it's a good my... it's a good call though because like as you said like, like you think about the scene in jaws when quint is getting eaten by the shark like yeah. its legs up like imagine that experience when you're yeah. getting you realize in that moment oh fuck I thought I was the top of the food chain. I've been out yeah. here. I've been out here fishing, killing sharks like he's been doing his whole life. And then in that moment, for about th- actually about 30 seconds or a minute, while you were being eaten until you die, <laughs> you have to comprehend, uh, comprehend the fact that you actually are being eaten and you're about yeah. to die. You know what I mean? Like, and be and that, food. And yeah. actually be food. <clears throat> you know, there, there's something horrifying about that. As in, if I was given a soapy's choice between, again, a great choice that we've met earlier were like heavy duty weapons like um, stakes and axes and sights and and what have you. And uh, I would probably take them if I had no other option over being eaten. Yeah. There's just something so horrifying about that. And then having your assailant, whatever, the, even if it's a werewolf or something mindless, quite mindless there's something horrible about the thought about being food yeah. just ending up as literal shit so i always thought teeth were a very scary thing in horror movies i thought witches roll dolls witches it fucked me up when yeah. i was a kid like cannibals they eat us they like, eat us yeah kind of anything with cannibals mm. yeah so yeah no teeth i 100 stand by it Beige. Have a, have a two, uh, um teeth yeah you're talking about z- like a zombie or a werewolf Sorry, and, zombie was a huge one. Yeah, that's a good one. Zombies yeah. was a huge one. Zombies, right? werewolves, that kind of stuff. That you know, more that would. I'd rather get. I would much rather get eaten than get fucking stabbed or burned to fucking death. No, I'd rather get stabbed to death than eaten because like really? stabbed. Yeah, well, stabbed. I take I, over eating. Yeah, stabbed, over it's eating. it's it fucking hurts. Uh, dude, I stabbed myself in the leg before it hurts. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Who's you've all bro? had equal experience um, with it. So, but no, like your opinions. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, it's like Richard Dreyfus and Jaws now. Me and Beatrice. Uh, no, like, <laughs> for me, the, the thought of being oh, eaten isn't as bad as being thing. fucking stabbed to death or burnt. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, no, I won't. I won't take like, it over burnt, man. I wouldn't take it over. I won't. I won't like to be burnt to death. No, that's fucked. No. Yeah, that's that's horrible. That's bad. Uh, what what is your what is your choice, man? <sighs> Oh, my next one? Yeah. yeah. The supernatural powers. Oh, I like it. So like Carrie. Oh, like telekinesis. Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. So that would be mine. Just more of a point. Like for me, that's fucking it. Like you think you're getting away from the person? Like teeth. You, you get 20, 30 yards away. You're good. The, the thing's not catching you. No, no. Teeth, teeth. Even in a supernatural sense. Teeth are a thing you can escape. Like yeah, so you yeah. get turned to a werewolf, and that's the supernatural thing. But at the same time, if you're not there, if yeah. you're not, the teeth are are still as direct a weapon as a blade. Yeah, you have to literally be one of one. Yeah, yeah. So that's, uh, that one is just more of a point. Like, all right, cool. But having the power to move shit with your mind, and just yeah. be able to just fuck with stuff around you without really having to move, just going off of whatever sadistic thought you have in your head. 
You know what I mean? Like just sitting here and being like, oh, make Noel's head even bigger than, than what, what it is. Like you can manifest. That like even like like I don't like the movie Carrie, but I like the scene from her being in the gym. That that scene from when when they when they start and she's in the gym to the end of the movie, fucking love it. Even the even the newer updated version, the shitty part. Chloe Grace Bratz, who was an actor yeah. I quite like actually. Yeah. But like even awesome that, a great like, movie. No, awesome the supernatural part of it is what freaked me the fuck out because it's like, man, if you can move shit with your mind, once someone starts trying to get away from you, you're it doesn't matter, you're still fucked. Like, let me move the fucking lights to fall on you. Let me have this fucking pole come out of the ground and fucking cut through you. Like yeah. that kind of shit's you know freaks me out. That would freak okay. me out more than you know, uh Noel's teeth on the screen. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, I like that too. I, I do. I actually, I, again, this is the one, this is the battle I lost. I got teeth on, but I got supernatural powers off yeah. from my uh, partner. She was like, no, no, I gave you teeth. Supernatural powers are just a different thing. I was like, what? It's like a weapon is something I can fuck someone up with. You know what yeah. I mean? That was it. And I get to go into fiction. Anyway, you know, you know, when you won a battle, you choose your battles. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, this is about a loss. But I thought supernatural powers, man, is a great choice. I really yeah, no, do. No, it is a good choice because, like, if you're in this, you're one of those kids in the the prom um, with Carrie, and you see that kind of shit, like, like that really fucks with your like perception of reality. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? But, like, and like Paige said, like, let's just say I got out. I was one of the bullies. I was one of the assholes, but I got out yeah. and I ran. And so what? I'm a thousand feet. You know what? I'm in the Bahamas. Yeah. Fuck it, I'm in Australia living in the absolute outback. Dude, am I dude, safe? Dude, it's not last Jedi now, dude. The countdown. Yeah. <laughs> but am I safe? Because yeah, supernatural powers don't have a this guy's like in threat. Australia. No, they do. They're like, but like, they're, they're like no, can't... but you know what I mean? When it's something that's outside of mm. like there's we live in every weapon we've all mentioned so far, somebody has been killed with. Bay's just brought the first thing in thus far. That nobody has verifiably been killed by. Oh, so if you were in that car- I've gone carry through, situation, I've got you some battles with some telekinetic people. It's something I don't want to talk about, but like I will. Okay, so right, nineteen ninety four. Picture this. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, so no, I like that too because like if it's a power that you can't really defend against either, you're fucked. That's what I mean. But you wouldn't know that. That's the point I was trying to make is that you don't know the score. Yeah, exactly. So it's like now that I'm away. Well, yeah. it was telekinesis. It doesn't read. It doesn't exist in nature. Yeah. Is she in my head? Is this a game? Yeah. Is she letting me live because she knows that t- t- my living is torture? That yeah. I'm always looking over my shoulder. Yeah, anticipation of is worse than absolutely terrifying weapon when you think about the absolute the ability of it. Yeah. And it's certainly more terrifying than any of the blades that we brought brought up or or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but what about I, you, Vin? Sorry, did you go? No, yeah, my number three um, would be Freddy Krueger claw hand, and um, the reason I like the claw. Gay. Hand... <laughs> Uber gay. <laughs> no, no, the reason I like the claw hand is because like you don't you haven't really seen it in many um, horror movies up to that point. Like it was like it was an original uh, weapon in the slash reverse because like if you look at all the slasher movies, they're all like knives, axes, bladed weapon. Not a lot of people saw the claw hand before Freddy Krueger, and like you see that that kind of menacing silhouette of him, where he like you know he just kind of flicks the fucking hand out, and you see all the the blades and shit like that, and the harm and the damage he does with that claw hand. 
I just think like in terms of originality and compared to other slashers with the weapons, I think Freddy Krueger's claw hand has to be my top five. Okay, that shit's dope. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually looked. Uh, the there was as a terrorizing weapon. Yeah. It's actually you know of course like even Freddy for all his power like to get up close and personal, but um somebody again uh, I, I think it's called zombie boom or boom zombie yeah. um it was really really fascinating because when i got into weapons i went up going down a rabbit hole and i wish i give them the credit to deserve but they were actually used like you know ballistic gel and uh whatever to make like a head and to put whatever yeah. on it and that that the, the freddy krueger like for example if i had a, a blade on my pinky finger yeah and i went to stab you super through, gay dude a super gay <laughs> but if i went to stab you through <laughs> your yeah, your dude. your forehead yeah, or yeah. a dense bone in your body yeah. i'd break my finger and cut you yeah so i would come out the worst in an attack that i started no so it's, it's not the most practical weapon but it is a very terrifying weapon. it's a slashing weapon more than it would be a trusting weapon it's a hundred percent a slashing weapon absolutely yeah. so it would be a torture weapon yeah. or something like that you know but uh no like freddy krueger's claw is is as iconic um is as iconic i i think it's probably the 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 series of films i have most of the time yeah but becoming such a horror fan because the first the one, three, and five. I watched a million times when I was a kid because a friend of mine. Why, why did you not like part two? Because two gay guys. It was. was it <laughs> I've only ever seen part two once. And it was fucking terrible. Probably because I hate gay people. Though. <laughs> <laughs> so a timestamp. Um, you know, like there, there, or something. What you know, the date okay. was the age. My best mate. <laughs> my best mate's gay. Not black. God no. Oh my god, Jesus, dude! I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. one. Well, all right, moving on. (laughs) I know, but Beige, what do you think of the claw hand? Because the way. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm Freddy Krueger style claw. No, I actually uh, thought you froze for a second. Yeah, did. It was just like, what the fuck? Freddy Krueger's claw hands was cool well, obviously, I was like six when I first saw Freddy. Yeah. But uh, from watching older movies that, that predated that, I never seen something like that. So that was cool contrast. And if you think about it, since Freddy, have you seen it? Exactly. Prevalent. So it's more of a thing of like, it was that one person that could pull it off. And mm-hmm. to a point that they don't think anyone else can. Yeah. The, yes. the closest so that came iconic that- with one would be like Edward Scissorhands or Vega from Street Fighter. Like they're the only ones that you've ever seen yeah. that kind of had that kind of similar style. But in terms of horror, yeah. no, Freddy's singular. Oh, singular, yeah. And like um, Edward Scissorhand is quite. It is. It's a different telling. It's a yeah. It's a different telling of yeah. something like that. So yeah, but it's iconic because it, I mean, it's Freddy. He's one of the top five properties in all of horror, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. And so, right, okay. so we have our uh, first three. So I went uh, for five machete, no one steak knife, and uh, our kitchen knife, sorry, beige went Kitchen steak. knife, yeah. Um, for number four, I went chainsaw, no went uh, axe, and beige, you went um, sickle. Um, sickle. And so for number three, I went claw hand, no you went um, teeth. Teeth. Psycho. And, um, and beige went uh, supernatural powers. Uh, so... So, Noel, what's your number two? And then Beige, what's your number two? And we're nearly out here. Okay, well, I suppose my number two would be something that might be a little bit on the obvious side of the spectrum, but I, I do think that it's always been so huge. Is Fire! <laughs> and that is, it's prevalent in movies like The Thing, The Mist. 
it's it's or even like you know movies where the bad guy can keep regenerating and stuff and the only thing you can do is burn them to nothing yeah. fire is always like there's even that like oh my god it's so ugly kill it with fire fire is a huge aspect of horror because it's one thing that relays absolute destruction beat him a zombie like piss poor fucking enemy or a vampire which is a really high-end enemy but burn them to nothing and fire i do think dating back to the middle ages where we burnt witches and stuff is just it's it, it became it was like a horror horrifying thing before we started having horror films so it would have to be like really near the tippy top of my list i just think and again the thing being my favorite horror film I just have to say, yeah, fuck it. You know, dudes, flamethrowers, fires, fire pits, fire traps, um, you know, explosives to a degree. I, I do think that's a separate weapon, but anything that can create destruction like that is um, is the, definitely a weapon that would have to be in my top two. Um, beige, what do you think of fire? <laughs> it's, it's hot yeah. <laughs> and we just discovered it in Ireland like two years ago so we're kind yeah. of like cool. all about it, cool. right now. it was a big deal cool. and all kinds of stuff um, like no, Prometheus uh, gave it to us and we understand that he's in trouble yeah. now yeah, yeah, we can't talk he, about Prometheus he, 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 he liver. it's awesome uh, no, uh, fire is pretty crazy it's pretty scary um, uh, funny two stories uh, my older my oldest brother burned my thumb when I was little or my hand he caught my hand on fire so when I was little I was like super afraid of fire after that so that fucking sucked um, second uh, my great great grandmother told my other grandmother a story about um, some girl in her village being burned because uh, I thought she was like doing like voodoo and shit, shit. and she was Christ. like she was like eight and a half months pregnant and she was about to give birth and they wanted to uh, burn her before she gave birth. I thought it was going to be like a demon baby or some shit like that, right? So it's super fucked up the way my grandmother described it. But like as she's burning to death, like the baby's falling out of her stomach. Jesus Christ. It's fucking insane, dude. Oh, man. Like, he's got the image, man. Right? Oh, dude. I, <laughs> I really, I really appreciate you taking the light off the racist joke I met earlier. <laughs> but fuck Which me. Which joke? <laughs> I don't know. I've forgotten myself. All that exists now is what he just said. Yeah, no, it was like super. Dude, I was told this story as a fucking bedtime story when I was like six. <laughs> bedtime story? Bedtime story. By somebody who loves you. Yeah. <laughs> to show Are him you like sure? on M Street and yeah. just tell him that story. Right? It's Are you sure way. this person loved you? <laughs> it's a bit you stand by that. It's crazy. She, sound, she sounded just like you, but a little bit. Well, just like you. Effeminate. <laughs> but no like my grandmother who's who, who's irish she's the one who told me that story because it happened like in in, in her village and uh it, i was just like fuck but yeah that shit's crazy but yeah that's fire is awesome. scary as shit um especially if you've What's been burned number my number two would be uh fists it's not i i, I wrestle because we've Bare seen hands. in the newer halloween movies and we've seen it in a lot of uh nightmare uh sorry um Friday the 13th, if you are, that's the thing. If something is just so, we've seen it in Terminator. If something you like, yeah, you're a badass and you're tough and you, you've gotten close and like, this is, this should be where you can dominate. Yeah. But what if something is beyond your, your, your UFC fighters or your, you know, boxers? What if something is just able to fold you in half, like a fucking napkin? Right? It's terrifying. Exactly. And, and Voorhees did it in the fort 
in, in he, he literally folded a guy backwards. Mm. And uh, yeah, no, I actually I, I wrestled with it. It didn't make my list, but I do think it's an excellent addition. Yeah, there's like there's like the thought of being beaten to death by someone that's just physically superior than you. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, to a degree like, that, to a degree that it's just you're his prey. Yeah, yeah. You just beat and beat, and nothing you can do. It's just like you're sitting there, like no on prom, just taking it. <laughs> just taking a pounding. Just taking. No, I, I didn't take anything on prom at all. At all. <laughs> Your cousin counts. Like at all. Your cousin counts. It's, it's all right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Emma will be thrilled. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you want to know the actual disturbing part of that joke? I have a first cousin from? called Emma. So why I invoked a real cousin It's just going to haunt me until my dying wait, day. Wait, wait, wait. wait. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, my God. This cousin? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that because like like when you were talking, it kind of like skipped in and out a little bit. All I heard was "fuck" and "cousin." <laughs> oh, wow. okay. You're like it's a great story. I'm like, that's not a great story. <laughs> that is not a great story. You depends on what the cousin is. Did it your uh, family reunion? <laughs> Horrible. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Your number two is hands, and um, uh, my my number two is going to be Miss Sean uh, Samurai Sword from The Walking Dead. Um, I, the samurai sword is just it's an iconic weapon and like in terms of like killing zombies like the way she uses it she, she kills motherfuckers like she can I think in terms of a decapitation weapon and if you're fighting zombies the best way to kill them is decapitation you're going to run out bullets like if you're dealing with like more than 10 or 12 or 15 mm. or whatever depends on how good you are with Shaw but like with a samurai sword like for thousands of years people have been getting their heads cut off with samurai swords like for thousands of years and like, yeah. so when it comes to like a zombie apocalypse or some shit and you have like someone like a mission and like it shows that she said that she just found the sword. Like, so it shows that the, the samurai swords are so proficient in terms of like killing weapons that like nearly anyone can pick it up. And if you can swing it hard, you can start lopping motherfuckers heads off left, right and center. So like, I think like outside of like a machete, I think a samurai sword is probably the most iconic bladed weapon in history probably like it's probably even more iconic than a machete even like in horror like in terms of like you no know, jason for more iconic than mission but like in terms of weapon i think it's probably more iconic so, i don't think that horror has explored to the degree that it should because there's too many properties that it just dives 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 into yeah where it's gone back like back back there's not many horrors based in in uh like previous times like uh feudal times or whatever what what might have but I actually always, everyone would agree, um, whether you are a horror fan or, you know what, fucking a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan, it was yeah. the coolest weapon yeah. because it was forged by the absolute masters and handled by masters. As in, you, you weren't allowed to make one until you were the best and you weren't allowed to handle one until you were the best. And yeah. when that was given to a character in a kind of zombie movie, it was so iconically cool because she actually respected it. As yeah. in, she did, she... It was like you don't, it's not like a machete because a machete brings to mind hacking through brush. Yeah. But anytime you took out something like a katana or something like that, every swung, uh, swing, sorry, was was swung to for, for a purpose. And it was always absolutely iconic. I don't know if it's as, as iconic as, uh, you know, like whatever the, the, the um, machete or something like that. But yeah. it was, it's so fucking cool. It's just so fucking cool. Yeah, it's pass. Yeah, for it's me, it's probably the coolest bladed weapon out there. I think exactly. It just simply is. So for that, I think it's an excellent, 
excellent second pick. How about you, Bish? Start you. Probably you, Bish. I think it's I think it's awesome. Uh, it there should be more movies using it. Exactly. That's what I, I mean. I just, it's a yeah. It's a backward thinking thing, which is not in a bad way, but just everything seems to be. Yeah, everybody wants to go for the glory kill instead of like beautiful motion. Yeah, yeah. It's watching somebody just rip through using one just as they're going is like this is a bad movie, but 47 uh Ronin. Yeah, Keanu Reeves. Going back and forth. Like it's it's just it's something beautiful about it and something, you know, awesome. Uh uh what was it? Uh Ninja Assassin or Ninja Warrior Assassin, whatever it was. Yeah, using, I've seen like, that too. Yeah, using the sword, using the katana, using the, the samurai sword just to rip through people just one by one with like just a one motion is like yeah. beautiful and to watch it in a horror movie and watch an actual like villain use it would be fucking awesome. Yeah. Because it's just, devastating. Yeah, it's devastating. Plus it's something you haven't seen. Yeah. It would, it would be great. Look, I just gave like someone a million dollar idea. <laughs> it's good. I'll let it out. I'll let it out. <laughs> uh, yeah. right, so right, Noel, we go for you. Uh, we go you, then me, and then we'll give Beige the last uh, the last shout. So Noel, watch number one, then I'll give my number one, and then Beige, you can Get the fuck out of here. All right. Okay. Fair enough. I suppose now that we're, this is my like no holes barred kind of um, thing where I, I always kind of go to it when I'm. Just go for I'm, it, dude. <laughs> it is, of course, the Necronomicon. Nice. I've seen it pop up like several times throughout the show. What? <laughs> this isn't a huge shock to you. Whoa. All right. But for everybody else who will ever see this, this is a huge shock. They're shocked, about. Yeah. No, this is the Necronomicon. This is, you know, I, I was thinking about this because it's a weapon that would ultimately destroy you, but yeah. like. The mutually assured destruction is something that the world already exists on the premise of. Yeah. And uh, the Necronomicon, I love the fact that it doesn't really tie into like any particular religion or anything like that. The, yeah. the, Necron- the Necronomicon was always very messy. Yeah. When the lament configuration from Hellraiser or something as, as absolutely daunting as it is, the Necronomicon was just like funny and awful, and yeah. hell, and uh, earth, and people, and just absolute bullshit, but everything would get torn asunder. Chaos. And it was just pure chaos on yeah. a global level. Yeah. And maybe an eternal global level. And I always just thought that if, like, okay, for my number one spot, not the coolest, not the one I like, but the thing that I think could fuck everything up the most, it would be human curiosity. Yeah. And dark arts. Yeah, absolutely combined for the ultimate fucking smackdown. Not for me is the goddamn motherfucking Necronomicon, which has only been revealed now for the first time. Everyone's impressed. Like, everyone's <laughs> impressed. <laughs> yeah, like an Evil Dead, like all those huge kids. reveal. <laughs> like all those kids in Evil Dead, they fuck each other up. Like there's like it's like it not only turns you bad, but it turns you on everyone that you love, and it turns everyone you yes. love bad. It's just it's just as you said, it's messy. It's pure chaos, man. Like that's what I love about the, the Nef- Necromonicon in Evil Dead, and like even the Evil Dead remake directed by Feta Alvarez. That I think it was Feta Alvarez, but like it's just pure chaos. It's just bloodshed. It's just like it makes you cut your own fucking arm off. Like we talked about Ash Williams. Like you know what I mean. Like and it made like the 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 finale of like the remake of uh, Evil Dead, the girl with the chainsaw and shit like that. It's just like it's pure evil. It's purest level in its purest form, and that's what the the Necromonicon is. Like uh, so, I totally agree. That's a good fucking number one. But my number one before we get the fuck out here, before I give it the base, sorry, then we get the fuck out here, is uh, the 
like you said, fire uh, for your number three, I think, um, or number two. Um, but I was going to go with something a bit more specific, and that would be actually no beige. What did you think of Necromonicon? Sorry, dude, I was skipping over you. That's crazy. It's like I never really heard about that shit until <laughs> I heard Cole talking about that shit before so it was good to i heard him talking about it and then i looked it up this is fucking insane (laughs) i'll give it to you with that big block of shit behind you but yeah i mean it's not my number one it's not something i would be like ah this will be but it's if you've never heard of it and you have to read up on it it's fucking dope it's it's completely like creepy as fuck yeah, and it is. It's definitely that. Yeah, my number one, and then I give it to you, bitch, and then we get the fuck out of here. Is uh, like Noel said, fire. Something I'm going to touch on a bit more specific is the flamethrower from the thing, McCready, RJ McCready, Kurt Russell's the flamethrower. I think like one thing about flamethrower is if you're fighting someone that has a gun, you're fucked because if they shoot the tank, you're a bomb. But like if you're going up against something like the thing, like a creature that's assimilating, and as you said to Noel, that you want to break it down to ashes that you have to completely destroy a motherfucker. Like, if, like the reason that flamethrower became prevalent in warfare is because the, of bunker wars. Like, they had to go in and clear out bunkers in, like, Japan and in Europe and shit like that. World, World War One, it was used to just yeah, clean and, out the fucking foxholes. Yeah, exactly. Like, so it's, like, a pure devastation weapon. It's, like, um, but, like, it, it's, it's so devastating that's also as devastating to the user nearly as it is to the people that you're using it against. But I think it's totally enemy-dependent with a flamethrower because if you got a guy that's a crack shot, you're fucked. But I think if you need to take out, like, a horde of zombies or if you need to go in and wipe out, like, a creature, like a thing or, like, a demigorgon or some shit like that, that you're one, like, one chance... Or, sorry, like, 90% of the time, if you set something on fire, it dies. And a flamethrower, I think, is the best way of setting something on fire. If it's not the best way, it's definitely the fucking coolest way. So that's why my it's my number one. And Beige, you're number one. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. My number one is something super simple, but something super fucking scary if you see it. No um, one's face. No. No face. <laughs> no um, <laughs> high five. Okay. Um, no. <laughs> so sad, no. Um, no, it's a scalpel nice. from like uh hostel when he cuts his Achilles. Oh, um, of course. In the in the first one where the chick yeah, cuts yeah. her belly and like drains her fucking blood or the thing, she's using a scalpel. But it's like, you know, I'm not if somebody pulls an action like, oh my god, I'm gonna die, and you might take an axe to the head. But somebody pulls a scalpel. It's that you were in for you aren't going to live, but you and you were in for a long fucking evening. Yeah, when he cusses, yeah, cuts the eyelids off, cusses, terrifying, terrifying weapon. Yeah, but when like in hostile, for example, when the keys get fucking cut, and he starts to cut his eyelids and starts cutting pieces of his skin off with a scalpel, not a knife. You know that shit. Like you, like you said, you see some. May whip out a scalpel. You're not getting fucking stabbed in the throat, and it's it's over. They're cutting you a bunch of times. They're cutting shit off of you. Yeah, so, no, yeah, it's slow, it's slow death. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I like I like that. No, I like because like as you said, like and it's it's like if someone's using a scalpel, they've normally killed motherfuckers before. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like because it's a pure precision weapon, like surgical precision, like uh, like a Jack the Ripper or some shit. Because that's one thing they always said that like they thought was someone that had like a medical background because of how precise the cuts were. So could you imagine like, you know, how like painful that would have been? You're like there and fucking in the darkness and some dudes like cutting you up, pulling organs out of you. And you can do it so precisely that you're probably alive for a good portion of it before you go into shock and die. 
Yeah, like Scalpel's fucked up weapon. Do you want to do uh, Dishonorable Mentions? Because I forgot about it. Um, but I have one. Yeah. Here. Do you want to do before we go, Beige? You have a Dishonorable Mention? We start with you, go no other I, I had it, and mine was mine was teeth. <laughs> How dare you? No, but you that's what fucking pagan. <laughs> that's why I didn't say anything. You, I don't know if you noticed, but when you said teeth, I didn't say anything. I was just sitting there like, <laughs> I was just like, mm. <laughs> it, is, it is predicated on you getting really, really close. Yeah, like really, really close, and usually it has to be by surprise. Yeah. So it's not overpowered to bite them, you know. It's just well, like, I've got the, uh, a good answer on like uh, uh, good. Which we should prayer, prayer. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> fucking prayer! Yeah, oh my god, as in you're about to take over the universe and you're about to turn the world inside out, but I know your name, Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> Fuck off! Are you talking about I'm like possession movies or some shit? Yeah, you know, it's like, ah, oh, I know your name, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, no, I had all the power in the universe. But, like, you know who I am. It's like, it's like, like demons should wear balaclavas instead of, <laughs> no, no. Or, like, we're just people, like, where it's like, everything's about to go to shit. But what if we sat really, really still and basically meditate for a minute? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm never impressed. I'm yeah. never impressed. I, I always find it fucking lacking. I always think it's a lame fucking weapon. I always feel at the end, like the nun. I felt at the end of the nun, it's like, oh, I know your name. <laughs> like, it's this, it's like, and again, it just makes me think Rumpel Silskin. <laughs> but, um, you know? Yeah. So, Beige, you said uh, teeth. No, you said prayer. <laughs> Mine is garden shears from the movie The Burning. Uh, the, okay. the garden shears is a fucking shitty weapon. Like, someone's coming at me with garden shears, I'm fucking that dude up 80% of the time. Oh, like, yeah. it's like It's like a giant scissors. Wait, so you have shears. no weapon. And that person is garden shears. Yeah. 80% of the time you're winning. Yeah, just in case oh, no. one of them shears dude. break really easily if they're jabbed into anything. They, yeah. they break. And I think hold, I still rather have them than not have them. No, because you have to do this motion. Yeah, do this, I'm that, kicking in the dick. If you hold them upwards at a downward angle, they don't close. Yeah. Like they're shitty. Yeah, it's it's like you're gonna get poked. Yeah. You're gonna get yeah. poked. I'm gonna give you a good poking. Like, yeah, yeah it's pretty much what's gonna happen. No, I promise you, you come at me with some garden shears. I'm taking those garden shears off and I'm headbutting you. <laughs> Do we have it now on record that I'm like, you with garden shears to try and take over the when you're, do, Empire? when you're doing this shit here, like, I'm gonna kick you in the dick. You're coming at me like this. Dick kick, like immediately. Uh, <laughs> do we get pages number one or did I? Yes, yeah, yeah, it was yours. Yeah, it was all oh, fucking hell, yeah. So, right, oh man, it's a bad number one. Yeah, uh, no, only like, my number one made sense. I, <laughs> I win, I win lists. Uh, so, like, yeah, so your number two, Noel, was um, what was it? What was your number two? Um, fire, fire, and in the Necromonicon, and beige, your number two was I think mine was fist. Fifth yeah. and number one was the scalpel. Yeah. Mine was uh, the samurai sword and the flame chore. Samurai mentions who gives a fuck. Let's get the fuck out of here. Get on to do some. Can I just before shit. we get out of here, just pray a little bit of fucking credit to my <laughs> beautiful fiance who met I what I think to be an absolutely fantastic list. Why didn't you of... put it up during the background then? Or yeah, why didn't you have her list though? Why did you go? Yeah, because I was trying because they work better as a fucking. There's talismans, 
They're yeah, but tags. why did you go with your shitty list? Yeah. You should have gone with hers. What was the initial um, you know format that you created all these sites in? It was all on PowerPoint. PowerPoint, I see. So now we've taken the time machine back to the mid-90s. Excellent. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> so let's set you up. <laughs> no, I could not hate you more. Oh, Look at your laser disc, bro. <laughs> all of the media is going to be shared. Okay. Fuck you all. Everybody. All right. All right, you motherfuckers, base. Thanks so much for coming again, man. And Noel, I have to put up with you because you're fun to talk with, I guess. So, um, uh, so this was Player Rankers, and that was our top five favorite horror movie weapons. I'm Vincent Green. No, I'm Noel John too. <laughs> forgot, dude, you one job. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you think about PowerPoint? Sorry, I'm I, I'm processing the sheer. <laughs> Figure uh, of funness. Uh, you'd be able to process yeah. it better if you didn't have such shitty software, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Mr. Green. No, come on, dude. I'm your host, Old John Tui. That was Beige Benford, and this is Pair Rankers. We see you next time, motherfuckers. Peace. Peace.